Hello, and welcome to The Opposite Effect. I am one of your co-hosts, Destiny Dado. I am one of your co-hosts, Dave Worth. I'm enjoying our theme music even more. Every week I, uh, I enjoy it more. I like it more and more. It sounds a little like somebody's playing a dental drill. That in the background. Yeah, I can see that. Which, um, I mean, I enjoy that. I mean, I was at the dentist literally yesterday. How'd it go? Um, better than when I was a kid, but I had like two cavities that mm. they needed to deal with. So uh, I had to like go to my happy place while they yeah. were, you know, in there. Uh, anyway, um, it's been a week. Um, Actually, I, I, it's only been fi- like five days because we recorded Saturday last time and recording Thursday today. Peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Um, it is... What time is it now? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it, Nobody it, has watches anymore. It's yeah. 8.17. Yeah, it's 8.17 on Thursday night. It's important that we say that because <laughs> craziness is happening at such a speed. Yeah, this will be like, entirely obsolete in 30 minutes. In the time it takes us to, to uh, convert the file and upload it after we finish recording it, we're going to want to record like four more podcasts. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so much happened this week. Like, in the, first of all, like, I've been having this thing over the past few weeks um, where I desperately cling to normalcy by trying to find patterns. And the pattern I noticed over the last few weeks was I'd spend the first couple days of the week, like Monday, Tuesday, being like, maybe the storm has blown over. Maybe. Not that this isn't going to be a terrible four years, but maybe things are starting to normalize and, you know, stabilize a little bit. Not that much insane shit has happened. And then Wednesday, Thursday rolls around and everything goes ape. And by Saturday, people are invading uh, fucking our, our, our airports and like judges are screaming and, uh, you know, like Twitter, Twitter servers are melting. Uh, so let's get into Twitter. Yeah, let's do that. Crazy the, Trump the point is, the point I was making though is like this week threw that out the window. Yeah, no, this, this week. Is, I don't know. Like we were talking before we came on. Like you guys are in for something, and I'm not apologizing for this show we haven't yet recorded. I'm just saying, like we, there is so much bear to eat this week. Yes, we're just gonna start trying to eat this bear, but there's a lot of it to eat. You know that metaphor, how do you eat a bear? No, no one's ever... No, that's not a metaphor, that's a thing. I guess it's it's usually an elephant. How do you eat an elephant? You start at the legs. I wouldn't, though. Yeah, wherever, start at the tail. Point is, you have to. You just start, you know, and eventually okay. you'll eat it. So we got, a lot of, we got a lot of elephant to eat this week. It was a crazy-ass bullshit week. All right, so we got some Trump tweets to talk about, right? Yeah. Uh, which ones do we want to start with? Uh... Cuban? Okay, sure. Because he's the president of the United States of America, at 8.23 a.m. on February 12th, 2017, Donald Trump decided to tweet, apropos of nothing, I know Mark Cuban well. He backed me big time, but I wasn't interested in taking all of his calls. He's not smart enough to run for president. Okay, first off, he didn't back him big time. No, Mark Cuban hates Donald Trump right. personally. He was, he was one of the most, like, fuck that guy people out there. Second of all, you won, asshole. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, what? 
what is this? This man has been in office for like at that point, 23 days, something like that. And he's already dissing potential people who might run against him. Who, who, for all we know, I mean, Mark Cuban's probably not running for president. Mark Cuban doesn't seem like uh, he wants to be. I don't know. Right. This to me is like, imagine you're in high school, right? And you're like a nerd. Oh gosh, tough, tough imagining. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and then you're banging the the like captain of the cheerleading team, and she's nice. Like, okay, you know, like presumably and I'm banging her. <laughs> you're banging her. Wow, you are mid bang. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, I can go there. Sure. Right. No, that that's why I use that word specifically because you are you are mid coitus. Oh, okay. That's much. Um, um, during that time. If while you are in the process of making love, yes, yes, you take out your phone and be like, "Hey, haters! Like, guess what I'm doing? And I'm, I'm, like, I'm having sex with a, you know, the head of the the captain of the cheerleader sure, sure. team. Um, that makes you sad. You've you've negated all of the cheerleader rightness. The other thing about that is that is totally something I can see happening in high school. Mm. I can see that happening in high school. We're talking about the presidency. Yes. This man is president and he's doing this. Right. It would be sad for a person in high school even though. Yes. I'm saying it's particularly sad. The order sad. scale sad here, the way sad scaled up is incredible. Yes. Sad had to define new architecture architecture to bootstrap this <laughs> degree of sadness. For, oh my God! Okay, so that was that was a, tw- a tweet a human man sent. <laughs> uh, what do you want to handle next? Fake um, news? Yeah. Uh, in terms of things that we're, uh, we didn't go through our list of things we're not going to talk about because we don't even really know where we're going to go. No. This was one of the ones where everything was so raw. But here's the thing that we're not going to talk about that in any other scenario we would, and that is the fact that a human being took pictures with the briefcase with the nuclear codes. Yeah. Nobody see, like we've moved on by that. We, oh yeah, yeah. We we forgot that it was a thing. Trump had an open air bull session with the prime minister of Japan at a wedding bank. He crashed a wedding at his fucking hotel to have a national security level meeting where people had their phones pointed at what Trump was looking at. Their phones aren't secure. They have cameras on them. You can't. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. So let's move on to our next tweet. Yeah. Mm. (sighs) Okay. This one, I know I just got done screaming, but this one starts screaming. The first two words of this are all caps. Fake news. Media, which makes up stories and, quote, sources, is far more effective than the discredited Democrats, but they are fading fast. This one haunted me all day. (laughs) Because they're far more effective at what? And that, here's where, like, here's where it fascinated me, because here's my thought. Um, As far as I can tell... This was probably from one of the personalities. Yeah. This is probably, yeah. probably uh, Easy D. You think? Yeah. This doesn't seem like Easy D. <laughs> this, is, this is not at all laid You think back. this is more DJT? I think this may be um, ASAP DJT. 
where the S is a dollar sign. Uh, um, it felt like to me, um, like, like, catch me if you can. Like, it felt okay. like a situation where, like, everybody knew he was, like, breaking the law right. and super shitty and all that. And he's like, the media's coming close. The Democrats... <laughs> They're awful at this. <laughs> they are never going to catch me. The media might, though. Who knows? Like, uh, yeah, and then, but then there's like the subtle thing of like, you know, I beat the Democrats, so I'll probably beat the media. Right. Um, but like, what are you beating them at? Like, what are they effective when, in doing or when, not doing? Lose? I guess he's saying they're not effective at winning. Like he's winning. But there's no winning. Well, what are you winning? His 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 great need is to win. His great need is metrics of winningship. Like that's his whole thing. I got the mo- I won by the most points. I got the most this. Uh, the most people came to my inauguration. Anybody who says otherwise is a liar. He's he's all about winning. He's Charlie Sheen. Hashtag winning. Right, and that was the saddest moment up until the. Up, Up in, until this administration. Do you think he's, do you think like Charlie Sheen, he's going to have like a press conference where he's like, I have AIDS. Didn't he already? Charlie Sheen did. Oh, okay. Oh, you're saying, saying do you think Donald Trump is. Oh, no, I don't think, I don't think that he would. I think if he did, he'd be like, he'd explain how he had the best AIDS. Oh, but. oh this is, we got to get off this. This is a terrible, terrible. I'm sorry. I opened that. That's awful. Yeah, I mean that was all you. That was on me. Please direct all your yeah, angry. But I, I think we were going towards Donald Trump. I think we were going to look back at that tweet. In my mind, is like the first sort of hint that he only the first from him. <laughs> okay, because we've gotten a lot of hints about a lot of stuff. <laughs> all right, you want to move on to our uh, last tweet? Yeah. The Democrats had to come up with a story as to why they lost the election and so badly, parentheses, the number 306. Mm-hmm. Just the digits 306 in parentheses. So they made up a story. Russia. Fake news. First of all, <laughs> Russia is real. <laughs> I think... I haven't been there. Russia's not even news. Russia's, Russia's a landmass. You yes. don't read Russia in the morning. But I think he's implying that we made up a fake story about Russia. About Russia. Right. Despite the fact that he fired his national security advisor over Ru- a conversation <laughs> with Russia. Right. Yeah. 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 And My thing, I mean, there's that. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, that leads us to the press conference, but I don't know if we want to get there. Please. Well, we can. Um, he got asked in the press conference today. This was, I mean, I don't know how many of you saw this press conference. Yeah. I, if it, Normally, before we start recording this... Uh, we will get together and figure out, okay, what do we want to talk about? What angle do we want to take on it? What kind of like humorous twist can we have? Um, this week, um, we saw the crazy press conference that happened, and we're like, 
There's no, there's no twist. We, we, yeah. Just, we're just gonna, we're just gonna buckle in and see where we go with this. Right, because neither of us have recovered from it. No, and (sighs) I can't recommend that you watch this press conference because it's shaken to me to my very core. But I can't tell you. I have. I tell. As a citizen, presuming that you are a citizen of this country, I think it's your duty to watch it because it's very clear that our president is not well mm-hmm. and that we we as a country need to fix this. This is not these are not the behaviors of a man who should be in power. Um, these are the behaviors of a man who's having a lot of trouble. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so well, the, the, the news conference was was started with the idea. Like, everybody who was invited was like, oh, he's going to announce his replacement for labor secretary because yesterday uh, that person withdrew his name because it was clear that he was not going to get enough. Uh, right. Yesterday was books. a relatively um, light news day. The uh, the only thing that happened was that the uh, potential secretary of labor was outed as a spouse abuser. <laughs> yeah, and withdrew his nomination. That's all that happened. Do you? Do you know Oprah what? gave a tape of it. Oprah gave him a tape. Can you imagine? Can you imagine any? I, I hate this line of argument. I hate it. But can you imagine any any sane presidency where this happened? What would happen? So that was a light day this yeah. week. So so all the reporters got in the room and they said, okay, we're going to meet the new guy. Yeah. And it'll be a quick little thing. Yeah. Um, it Basically, like, it started off where, where Trump was just sort of like, uh, let me get this out of the way. Uh, this guy over here is going to be my uh, new labor secretary. His name's Acosta, I think. Yeah. Anyway, fuck all y'all. You're stupid assholes. Yeah. And and pretty much he, it was just him like grievance uh grievancing the press for being I don't even know what like it didn't like his grievances weren't even clear which may be a strategy or it may just be that he's slowly losing right. his mind. And and there were a room full of people going like okay so let me get this straight. You fired your national security advisor. Mm-hmm. Um because he lied about having a conversation with the Russians. Um, but but that's also fake news. Right. But also, people leak that fake news. Right. So... He at literally said at one point, the leaks are real, the news is fake. Right. And then well, only a, one of those can be true. And then a reporter literally said, I'm sorry, can you clarify? Because those seem like they can't possibly both be true. And he said, and then he just word saladed. It was just like a string of unbroken words that did not make a lick of GD sense. I'm struggling with ways to say uh, what's happening here with Trump that don't use the word crazy or um, insane or mentally his something because like um, mental illness is real. Mental illness is bad, but, but mental illness shouldn't be stigmatized. Right. Mm -hmm. Like 
I have struggled in the past with like uh, being sad and 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 things like that and anxiety and uh, I could be president, you know, like I couldn't. But the point is to say, like, I would vote for you over our current situation. Well, thank you for damning me with extremely faint praise. <laughs> um, but uh, but the point is, like, people who are what a lot of people would say crazy aren't bad people you know like uh, like you could and you, and, the, and the term crazy is stigmatizing to those people it's not fair to call what donald trump is crazy because i don't know but i don't know what he is he, i mean seemingly he like he is either a master manipulator or a person who is so disconnected from reality that you know um he yeah. he spent 24 consecutive minutes talking about how dishonest the media was. And in that, during that time, he said that he won, he had more electoral votes than any candidate since Reagan. Right. He had less electoral votes than any candidate since Reagan. Yeah, and somebody was like, hey, that's not true. This is like actually not the case. Here's the case. And Trump literally said... Well, I, that's what I was told. Yeah, that, by who? By who? Yeah, because that person shouldn't work for you anymore. Right. And if you're going to throw that kind of shit out, like, look it up. Yeah. Like, I get that the president is busy. And, yeah. And this is probably one of the things that makes the presidency dangerous, is that the president can't do fact-checking. So he has to have good people around him mm-hmm. checking his facts. Donald Trump does not seem to have that. No, I mean, who, like, it it calls into question how he's getting, because, like, whoever told him that, um, either either just, like, was like, I think this is true, therefore it's true, or so didn't want to anger him, or so wanted to make him happy, that they told him a flat-out lie. Yeah. And didn't say, by the way, let's just keep that between us. Right. <laughs> maybe maybe don't say that in front of the rest of the world. Who might know? Yeah, no. I mean, like, I'm, tr- I'm also struggling with how stupid is Trump himself. And I think the answer's pretty fucking dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, watching him talk today, like, he's dumb. Right. I mean, he's, like, he seemingly, based on his Twitter, saw that Obama won... Four years ago. Yes. Um, so he was watching. Yes. And he saw the number of electoral votes that came in, which was greater than 306. By a lot, yeah. Yeah. So you would assume that even without fact-checking... He'd know. He'd know the 306 is a smaller number than, I believe, the 322 uh, that Obama yeah. had received, which is significantly smaller than the, like, 400 that he received the first time. So, I don't know words to say. Yeah, I mean, like, there've been a, there's been a lot of, you know, idle chatter and not-so-idle chatter about, you know, what's wrong with Trump. And, 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 and generally speaking, you know, conscientious um, 
physicians and mental health professionals won't diagnose somebody or even without having spoken. Yeah, I think there was like a there was an agreement that we that they were not going yeah, to do that. I think yeah. there's some name for it, but I apologize for forgetting that name. No, I, I the 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 point is like it's very difficult from afar to say what's wrong, but something is is wrong. Yes. If you look, if you watch this, something is very wrong with Donald Trump. It's not enough for me to feel sympathy for him because he's also a vile, disgusting person. But something is going on there. And boy, howdy. I don't know how, I don't know what to do about it. And I think, I think that's the problem. I think it was interesting, like, watching watching the the press that was there just sort of like looking for a hint of sanity and something just being like look clear this up for us because we're we're really confused as to how like you could say this one thing and then like justify it against this other thing and nobody nobody was able to the press was almost on his side they kept like trying to lay him up even yeah. the even the guy who got up and um, uh, there, there, there's a now semi-viral, and I'm sure it'll be more viral by the time we finish recording. A, a Jewish reporter got up and said, "Listen, I don't think you're an anti-Semite. To be clear, I do not think you're an anti-Semite. I uh, know that your son-in-law is Jewish, and your daughter converted, and." Uh, speaking for the Jews, I appreciate it, but you know there's been an uptick in violence, in 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 uh, threats against um, uh, 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 Jewish places of worship, etc. So I was just wondering, and Trump started screaming at him mm-hmm. and shut him down and made him sit down and told and 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 call like this. That's not what the the guy was giving him. Right. All you have to say is, "I am completely against anti-Semitism. Right. I'm completely against violence it, against it anybody." Was, it was really. like the it was like the the guy the guy. First of all, the guy could have thrown at his head. Like tr- Trump deserves some chin ball for like everything he's done about bigotry like he he deserves he deserves to get beaned but the guy it was extending this baseball metaphor it was like he said i'm going to throw this as slowly at you as possible right right over the the plate and you can just hit it out of the park and make us all happy and instead as soon as he barked back to throw trump rushed him with a bat and broke his knees yep which does not do anything i am at best, culturally Jewish, like I'm half Jewish on my dad's side. I, I, I have never. I've, I was never bar mitzvahed. Trust me, to the extent that I can speak for Jews, this did not help. Here's the here's the problem with this episode. Um, normally, when we do this, uh, I'll I'll let I'll let Dave rage for a little while, and then I'll try and come in with like some comic relief. You know, yeah. like you'll be angry, and then I'll be like. What about this crazy scenario? Or here's this ridiculous thought, you know. Um, and I find myself 
unable to do that. Yeah. Well, because I'm so lost at what Is it because when an African American reporter got up and asked him, "Hey, are you ta- are you going to go talk to the Congressional Black Caucus?" He asked her to set up a meeting for him? <laughs> do you know them? Can you help me? She was like, "I'm a journalist. I can't I know some of them, sure, through my capacity as a fucking journalist. What the hell is the matter with the president of the United States of America? But I'm willing to bet that you probably have their phone numbers, too. The, the congressional you probably black, got a guy. The Congressional Black Caucus actually tweeted, Hey, we actually sent you a letter for a meeting and you never replied. Sad! <laughs> um, supposedly they're talking now, as of like right before we... Uh, started recording. Oh, uh, I'm sure that, it's going great. Yeah, that that reporter specifically said that there is communication and planned for setting up a meeting. Oh, I'm sure I the, had to be a fly on the wall. Yeah, or to have to be inside of his insecure Android phone. Uh, the the interesting uh, the interesting thing was like Fox News is always you know yeah. Fox News. Super uh, And I was watching a, a clip from Sam Shepard. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, Sam Shepard, or uh, no, no, that's that's a that's a playwright. Uh, uh, Shep Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith. Shepard Shep's Smith. Shep's kind of a, a a loose cannon on Fox as they go. Yeah, um, and he was just sort of like, no, this is real. Like this Russia thing is real. We are not making this up. Like yeah. you should answer questions about this. And for like for Fox News to be like, no, guys, like. Well, this isn't fake news. To me, says like, okay, maybe they're going to start coming around. Maybe they're actually going to hold yeah, them maybe. to it. Like, you know, part of me is like, look, there's always been, um, the president has always done bad things, right? Like the presidency has historic. Like Obama led about the 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 most scandal free presidency in the modern era. Yeah, uh, and there were still a couple things that were like, hey, so that happened what do you want you want to talk about it um but you know i mean arms for hostages uh helicopters crashing in the desert you guys nixon um uh, uh, jobs in the white house and lying under oath about it um you know uh, war under false pretenses all that shit right mm-hmm. and every time somebody would ask a president about that sort of thing, the president would get real mad and be like, that's a terrible question. You should be ashamed. Nothing went wrong. And then the the onions layers would get peeled back a bit more on the story. And the president would be like, well, when I said that, I was speaking out of passion and anybody could understand. And then more layers would get peeled back and the president would eventually be like, yeah, so... I screwed up. I did the wrong thing. And and uh, but I'm charming. I'm a charming president. And, and here's the thing. And maybe maybe this is revisionist history. Maybe I'm yeah. I'm not like as aware of it from previous things sure. because I can honestly say prior to this administration, I didn't spend a lot of time like streaming CNN in the middle of the day during a press conference. Sure. You know, um, well, I'm trying to do other work and just sort of listening in, um, but. That being said, um, even at the height of, you know, like Clinton stuff, uh, you know, or any of that, like there was a like, you guys are wrong. This isn't a thing, but not like the media as a whole 
exactly. is, is a liar. Now, um, like, if you take that stance and it turns out that they've been telling the truth the whole time, isn't the backlash, like, that much harder or am I wrong in that? Like, I mean, I don't think Trump is ever is thinking in those terms. I don't think he thinks he'll ever get caught. And I don't think and I think he's just kind of a, an idiot. But I do think that there's something very important in what you said, which is like there was all, there's always tension between the presidency and the po- the, the political, the, 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 the press and the political and 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 uh, the fourth estate have, you know, they, they butt heads and they try to, uh, uh, you know, kind of undermine each other and find out the truth about each other, et cetera. And the president will always say, you know, that's not true. And the press will always say, well, here's the evidence. Mm-hmm. We got receipts. Um, and that, you know, to the extent that it's a dynamic is understandable and you can deal with it. What Trump is doing is a completely different thing where he's trying to shake our faith in a foundational element of our country. And not it's not one without its flaws, as anyone would point out, especially over the last couple decades. There's been a lot more balkanization of the media and a lot more... Um, uh, you know, um, commercialization. commercialization and conglomeratization of it. Um, and those things are bad. Um, but it's still at core staffed by people who are trying to find the truth and who provide a valuable check mm-hmm. on untrammel on power, on power, you know, um, as do the courts, and Trump is doing his best to undermine that as well. Um, yeah, there was. I was listening to the news this morning, and they had a Republican senator uh, on talking about uh, the Flynn thing before mm-hmm. this whole press conference had occurred, and he was reiterating the you know the uh, uh, the leaks are real, but the the news is fake argument. And he's like, look. And the and the reporter said, you know, don't you think that it's uh, diminishing, um, you know, uh, the different forms of, you know, like different groups and everything like that? Uh, and the uh, the senator was like, look, there are two branches of the government, and you know, and no. and they have the same else. And I was like, no, there aren't. There are three. No. Like, like, how do you not like? Nobody's gonna call him out on this. And I waited. I waited for for the reporter to be like, what was, no. it, what was this on? It was on CNN. <sighs> um, I couldn't tell who it was because basically, like, my obsession has gotten so great that on the walk to the subway, <laughs> I, I used like tune in yeah. uh, so that I can hear the streaming of CNN so I can figure out like, yeah, what to be enraged about. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I was just like, how is nobody pointing out? How did, does he not know about the judiciary? Because he like. Yeah, we're fucking through some weird looking glass here. Like, one of the things that I find very concerning about where we're at, like, this week had so much Russia in it. Um, And to me, from where I sit, it's just a given 
that the Trump campaign was in cahoots with Russia's attempts to, um, you know, destroy Hillary Clinton's campaign. Um, Which even Mattis agrees to now. Well, he agrees that Russia was attempting to do it. He doesn't agree that Trump's campaign was... Right, yeah. No, he, he agrees that there's no question that Russia was trying to interfere with our election. Right. And... And he's you know, a mad dog. He's a mad dog. He doesn't play by anybody's rules. Um, you know, to the extent that... I take that as a given, right? So I'm trying I'm trying to formulate this thought in as unhyperbolic a way as possible. Right now, there is a known sh- like Russian spy ship off the coast of uh, Connecticut just right. hanging out. Uh, Russia uh, deployed a new uh, type of mobile uh, ICBM launcher just because they could. Um, Within a treaty-breaking distance of... of Right. And it seems like Russia's just flexing nuts because they can. Uh Uh-huh. They also want us to know they're doing these things. Yeah. And they want us to know that they fucked with our election. Because they certainly could have done it. Everybody has the capacity to do this without it coming out for... uh, uh, Immediately. It would have come out eventually. But immediately, they wanted us to know. So what I'm struggling with, Russia wants us to know all this. We know it. Why? Why? Well, why? But also, like, what? Where does it go from here? Like, wh- what? What message is Russia sending? And it's probably not. I guess for us, it's like we just want you to feel bad. Mm-hmm. What they've done over and over again in all of this is acts of war, but we're not going to go to war with them. No, and I think, that's, I think that's the thing that they know. Who else are they sending messages to, though? Trump? Are they parking, are they parking a spy ship off Connecticut because they're like, nothing you can do will drop the dossier? Probably, yeah. I mean, I mean that, like... Honestly, that that would be my guess. Is yeah. that is that they're at a point where, um, like, you know, let's say like a bully comes into the room, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're you're not inclined to like go anywhere near that bully. But once that bully gets close to you, that's just your new reality now. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're not going to try and make them go farther away. You're just going to try and deal with the fact that they're that close. And I think that's what Russia is trying to do: is being like, look. We're moving these missiles here now, mm-hmm. and we're putting this spy ship here now. That's just what we do now. If you don't stop us, that's going to be our thing. And they right. did it on the day that Flynn uh, got removed. Yeah. Uh, so they could kind of like, so there'd be maximum turmoil while it happened. And I think, like, if they're smart, they will slowly uh, encroach in that kind of way when they see maximum chaos. So that they could be like, look, we're the big dog now. What right. are you going to do? It's too late. You can't do anything about it. We've already, like, changed all of these things. Yeah. What if Russia just, like, fucking, like, invades part of, like, Alaska and just takes part of it? Like, a part that's not near any fucking military zones or whatever. Just puts a bunch of guys there. It's like, this is ours now. I don't know. They might do something like that. 
They might. And and I think they know that that uh, Trump is too much of a wuss to do anything about it. It's not even that he's a wuss. It's that he's useless. It's that he's less than useless. It's that he's completely compromised by them. I mean, we'll find out. Uh, honestly, I think we'll find out in the not too distant future. It w- I what, think what, so I found too. E- what I found interesting during that uh, press conference is the way that he was explaining it mm-hmm. was he's like, look, with all of this stuff going on, with all this fake news that you guys are putting out there, Russia and I can't even make a deal because now, like, I'm sure Putin's sitting there thinking, like, you know, that he wouldn't be able to make a deal with me because of all this. And I was like, you have his phone number. Right. You know, like, you can talk to him. You have talked to him. So don't pretend like, well, there's no way, like, yeah, he must he, be thinking this. Like, call him up and ask him the fucking but also, question. But also, that's blaming the media for reporting leaks given to them by Trump's people. You know? Yes. Like, half, half, like a lot of the leak reporting is coming from inside the, the White House. Well, he's saying, his, his opinion is that it is not his people. Yeah. It's Obama's people that are left over. He because, could do uh, something about that. Right. He could hire. But, and he's going to. He's, he's hiring some dude from uh, an investment firm to review all the agencies. Yeah, no, but, that'll go great. I'm sure that'll work. But, I mean, like, let's say that does work. You know, like, let's say that he goes in there and replaces all the Obama folks. Like, I was thinking about that earlier today. And that is the perfect plan for, for Russia or any other enemy. Because now you're removing every ounce of institutional memory right. from this group. You're bringing like, okay, let's bring in a bunch of rookies who don't know what the fuck they're doing, who don't have a history of the past, and now we can do whatever the hell we want. So if anything, it would make sense if it were Russia that was leaking that information. Oh, sure. Just to make right, the whole thing harder. Right now, where you and I are, Dustin, it's like you can't walk to Alex Jones but mm-hmm. you can see him, you know. We're almost at the point where we're screaming, Obama smells like sulfur all the time! You know, like, that was a big thing of his, yeah. that, that Obama was the devil mm-hmm. and smelled like sulfur. Flies always land on him! There's video after video of flies <laughs> landing on Obama! I'm not saying we're wrong. I'm just saying... We're taking it to a, well, an no, extreme. Not even because these are extreme times. Did you watch that press conference? <laughs> um, it's just I have trouble now defining what sane is. Mm-hmm. You know, like where where sanity? What what percentage of my thoughts are crazy? Well, I mean that that's the problem. Like I would have assumed that spy ship off the coast of Connecticut was a deal breaker. In the past, that we would all collectively be like, "Whoa, like the the clock to midnight just went up like a minute." Which yeah, I think it's only like at a minute and a half away now, so let's make it not go up a minute. Um, but somebody would like they'd put a couple destroyers out to see. I mean, it's at, it it's literally off the coast of the Groton submarine works. I'm sure there are a couple submarines they could send out. You right. Know? Um, so. It's one of those things where, like, you don't want to go crazy conspiracy theory. And, I like, we don't know anything about anything in reality. But we what we do know doesn't add up. And that's really the problem. Yeah. what we I mean, what we know is crazy. And uh, the president of the United States is not making 
any effort to make it seem not crazy. The president of the United States is trucking in conspiracy theories. The president of the United States is saying actively untrue things. Active falsehoods just drip from his mouth, and he tweets them as if they're true. He said that fucking thing about uh, $20 billion of u- worth of uranium today. After he said, you've all heard of uranium, right? You know what it is? It's a yeah. nuclear thing. <laughs> as if, like... As if, like, somebody called him to the front and, like, was like, and now with a presentation on uranium (laughs) and Donald had done, like, the book jacket reading. Yeah. Um, Apparently it is a a nuclear thing that... Since um, the dawn of time, man has looked at uranium. And thought, wow, I can use that for nuclear. Yeah, so... he said that $20 billion line about uranium over and over and over again, as if it was a fact. It's not true. It was something that was leveled at the Hillary Clinton campaign like by like weirdos, but it just it didn't happen. Right. And again, like I know we keep talking about sadness, but it, it feels like as every time he brings up Hillary... It's like when you're out on a date with somebody and they're talking about their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Right. And you're like, dude, that's not... Stop it. Yeah. Like, that's over now. Like, yeah. I don't need to hear about that. Yeah. It, 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 like... One of the really unsettling things about all of this, like, all those, most of those tweets we talked about, those, were, those came out during the work day. Mm-hmm. You know? This press conference was over an hour and a half long. <laughs> it was an insanely long press conference. Um, Trump's going to Mar-a-Lago for the third fucking weekend in a row. To do a campaign rally. To do a fucking campaign rally. and We got two golf outings and a campaign rally. And, you know, like, I'm by no means saying that the president must always be at work. It's a job. Yeah. You know, it's like any job. And it's a tough job. But I am saying, as much as I hate to admit it, because I hate libertarians, they may have a point, and Trump may be proving it. Maybe we don't need, like, government. (laughs) I think we do. Because the president doesn't appear to be doing a lot, and we're fine. Here's The trains are still running. Here's the thing. Um, we're fine right now. Who knows? Right. And that's, that's the issue. Like, like I'm a manager at work, you know, I don't do anything. I make sure projects go according to plan. I make sure we're looking at the right things and all that. So like, if the, like, hopefully work is not listening, but like, if you were to fire me today, everything would be fine on Monday and everything would be fine on Friday. Um, about three weeks from now, things would start to go south. Right. You know, I mean, I have a very good and competent team and, you know, I, I have a lot of faith in them. But, like, assuming that I bring value to the table, which I think that I do, like, you wouldn't see the issues occurring until, like, things begin to run their course. And I think, like, that's where we're going to start seeing in the next couple of months is how things run their course is... You know, if sure. it actually uh, starts to go to shit, which I think he it will. He kept complaining that his cabinet 
first of all, he said, I came in without a cabinet. Holy shit, duh. Everyone does. 100% of presidents do. And then maybe he, George Washington, maybe he got his. I don't think, he, I think, I think you, you, have to, you have to put them together. Then he complained that his cabinet was taking too long, that no president had ever been subjected to this. Which is a lie. Which is, it took till like mid-March for the, uh, them to like finish up with Obama's. Mm-hmm. Also. I think there was one that went into April. Yeah. Also, by the by, Trump's cabinet picks are like lunatics. Yeah. But have been approved at a relatively greater rate than most of them have. Yeah. 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 Uh, so anyway, um, anyway, we could go on and on about this forever, but let's get into the charity because right, right, we got a charity. That's why we're here. We uh, we are. So, um, Trump keeps talking leaks, keeps talking about how bad leaks are. Um, which, which, by the way, if you get a chance, like watch the Daily Show. Uh, they just did like, uh, and, uh, no, it was, I'm sorry, it wasn't even the Daily. The Daily Show did it, but I think CNN. Also did it for like there were two or three people that they interviewed from the Republican side in a row, and they're like, "Let me play a clip of how Trump feels about leaks yeah. um, to you." And it was just him just saying, "I love WikiLeaks. I love WikiLeaks." Right. Uh, and he eventually was just sort of like, "Well, it's different because uh, in this case, it's highly classified information versus the DNC's." P.S. Flynn was having those conversations with the Russian diplomat as a civilian. Yes. Those were not classified. No, but the fact that they were intercepted by the U.S. government is classified. Eh. Oh, well. He wasn't under any classification. Um, Anyway, classified or not, leaking in the public interest is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Please continue to do it. Please continue to leak. Uh, and we're going to ask you, if you would be so kind, out there in listener land, to um, support the good work of a group called the Government Accountability Project, or GAP, which has been protecting whistleblowers since 1977, uh, and uh, protects them in court, goes to battle for them um, when they are prosecuted or over-prosecuted, and uh, they do very, very, very important work in assuring that when uh, our structures fail, the people who point out their failures are not punished. I have a feeling that's going to be all the more important as the years go by. Yes. So you can find them at whistleblower.org. And uh, throw them a couple bucks if you can. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for listening to our uh, our seemingly unavoidable rambling. Uh, this time, we will try to be more on point. Stinks of sulfur. Um, uh, this week, we just... Uh, Flies buzzing around him. Say goodnight, Dave. Goodnight, Dave. Talk to you later. <laughs>